Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Wednesday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. The Jubal Show, on demand, only on iHeartRadio and the new Hits 106.1. 60 seconds away from the Wheel of Misfortune. Before we get into that, though, we need to know what the misfortune today is going to be. So, Alex? Yep. What am I going to say? Spin that wheel. Spin that wheel. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Here it goes. Oh, oh my! One Uh-oh. chip challenge. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! It was right. Prepared <sighs> to have your day ruined. Uh, God. So God. the one chip challenge is literally a chip that you buy that is so incredibly hot. It's like the Reaper. It's covered in like the Reaper powder flavoring. Yeah, oh, yeah. and I've boy. seen people do it online, and it ruins their entire day. Oh God! Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so the wheel of misfortune will ruin somebody's wow. day today. <laughs> we'll find out who it is when we draw a name and ask them a trivia question coming up next. But first, we've got to meet the players. And now, the starting lineup for your Jubal Show. At executive producer, the only guy that rides a scooter on purpose, <laughs> Justin Barnes. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm really looking forward to Bring Your Own Microphone karaoke nights. <laughs> COVID world. Yeah. He was Prince Harry's stunt double, but no one knew. English Evan. I'm so nervous right now. I can't think about anything else. My heart is going so fast. <laughs> uh, it's because of the chip? Yes. She's got a foul mouth with a sweet tooth. Alex Fresh. That's effing right. <laughs> he has to sit on a stack of phone books to reach the microphone. <laughs> Jumbo Fresh. That is true. Also, I'm a valet driver's worst nightmare. <laughs> so many valet knees have been dinged up or anybody actually has had to drive a car after me because I sit so close to the steering wheel because I got these short little legs. You should uh. see him riding his motorcycle with his arms outstretched. His <laughs> oh, yeah. It's yeah. like, big, that's a health hazard. The big ape hanger handlebars yeah. and the foot yeah. pegs way out. Alright, let's stop talking about how short I am and get into the <laughs> wheel of misfortune, shall we? Wheel of misfortune! Yes. 
That's right. It's time for the Wheel of Misfortune. Our ruffles have ridges of an executive producer, <laughs> Justin Barnes, in studio with a bag full of names. He's going to reach into his sack and pull out a name to see who will face the chip of punishment that the wheel is shoving down your throat today. They'll be asked a trivia question, which will determine their fate or the fate of someone else on the show. If they get it wrong, they'll have to do misfortune's bidding, whatever that means. And if they get it right, they'll have to choose someone else in studio to take that misfortune for them. All right, Justin, we spun the wheel just a second ago, and we found out that somebody is going to have to do the one-chip challenge, and chip that is soaked in Carolina Reaper. Whatever. Something. Something. Yeah. Goodness. It's apparently like the hottest chip in the world, and people have tried it online and failed and cried, and it's ruined their whole day. So let's see who has to face that when Justin pulls a name from his... Chip sack. Oh my chip bag. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jubal Fresh. Oh, yeah, yes, no, yes. No. Oh. I was hoping oh, it's wrong. God. Oh, my God. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Justin, please read me your Wheel of Misfortune trivia question. Radar Scope <laughs> oh is, God. A, is a fixed shooter arcade game developed by Nintendo in the year 1980, but it was a total failure due to being too similar to other early arcade shooter games, such as Space Invaders and Galaxian. However, it may go down in history as one of Nintendo's most important games because this meant they needed to salvage thousands of unsold radar scope machines, Mm -hmm. which inadvertently led to the creation of what iconic Nintendo mascot character game? Oh, huh. wow. Okay, so right instantly you think Mario, right? The Mario Brothers, mm-hmm. Super Mario. Right. Pretty, pretty famous. Yeah. I feel like that's too easy, though. Right. What other mascots did they have? Um, Zelda? Donkey Kong? Donkey Kong? That would have been, I think, Atari before Nintendo. Okay. I'm old. <laughs> yeah, Donkey Kong was fun. Donkey Kong was I awesome. I love that game. Okay, read the question one more time, and then I'll attempt to answer. Radar Scope may go down in history as one of Nintendo's most important games because its failure meant they needed to salvage thousands of unsold machines, which inadvertently led to the creation of what iconic Nintendo mascot character game? Oh, God. I'm going to go with Donkey Kong. Oh. Or Cubert. Cubert? Really oh out God. there, random. That's left field. But yeah. Do you guys remember Cubert at all? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, this was 1980. Yeah. And remember, I'm old, so <laughs> I'm going with Qbert. Nintendo was forced to salvage thousands of arcade machines after the commercial failure of Radar Scope by creating a mascot character game that would be the first to feature Mario oh. and would be called Donkey Kong. Oh, oh my oh. God. You had it. Wow. wow. I talked myself out of it. Wow. Oh, man. Donkey Kong so was close. definitely Nintendo, not yeah. Atari. So you have to eat this chip. Oh, my God. I feel bad for you. <coughs> it's going right, to ruin the, your day. Because you already have stomach issues when you just eat, like, healthy stuff. Yeah, I drink water, and yeah. my stomach gets messed up, so this <laughs> is right. going to be okay. good. Give well, him the chip. I'm going to go grab oh. the milk from the fridge for you, too. All right. Oh, actually, that's probably not a good idea for you. I'm lactose intolerant as well, so this is... <laughs> Super lactose Wait, intolerant. Wait, do we have water? Yeah. Does anyone yeah, have water? you'll need water, even though it won't help. I Goodness. need the chip. Where's the chip at? I got the chip. One second. Okay. Hold on. It comes in its own little box, it's like because that's how bad it is. It's like a box of death, too. It's got a skull on the front. Yeah. Here's the chip. I've seen. It's I've been seeing this on YouTube wrapping. for years. I've never seen anyone I'm do it in person. I'm very happy. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I've always kind of wondered what the inside of that looked like. So it's in its own sealed little pouch. The one chip is. Smell and... it. Tell me what it smells like. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. 
Ow. Oh, I would really keep it away from your nose and oh, eyes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Don't touch your eyes oh, after yeah. this. Okay. And you need to go wash your hands when you're done. All right. All right. In three, <clears throat> two. Just eat it as quickly one. as possible. Okay. Go. Here we go. Oh. What you, what? Can you speak? What are you feeling? Oh, oh. <laughs> shoot. Oh, God. Oh, God. How bad? Oh. Oh, it like hit the back of your throat. Like, oh. As soon as I started chewing, I was about oh, to talk it. and say, like, and it's gonna get worse. It's starting. Oh. It's starting to kick in really right now. Like my, my cheeks are starting with my cheeks. Like hottest thing you've wait, ever wait, wait, tasted. You're, maybe you're literally. <laughs> he's already turning super red. Well, you have the garbage can on the counter for you. <laughs> you swallowed it. Oh yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Ah, I'm sweating. Your cheeks are literally blotchy oh already. Yeah, he looks in pain. I gotta drink some water. The good news is we have this on video, so everybody can see that it's legitimate. Oh my. God. Lactose intolerant. You might need the milk though. Just put it in your mouth and spit it out. Oh, my eyes are watering. Because you're going to be hurting way more if you drink that. <clears throat> I'm going to drink this milk and you can send it to the... You can promote the phone break. That was the wheel of misfortune. Oh, I can smell it. Can your, you smell yeah, it? Yeah, I smell it too. Your, I can't smell it over Whoa. here, but... Uh, your phone prank is coming up at mm. 6.20. <laughs> it's the Jubal Show on his... <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> the Jubal Show on demand. Only on iHeartRadio and the new Hits 106.1. It's always interesting when you get an email and the subject line says, I'm a reformed racist and I need your help. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> it's an eye-catching <laughs> subject line. That's an actual email we got the other day. And at first I was like, no. Yeah, don't want right? to read that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to read that. That's going straight in the trash. Yeah. And then I actually read it and it was interesting. It's the Jubal Show on Hits 106.1. It's from a guy named Chuck. And he's actually on the phone right now. Chuck, how are you? I'm good. Chuck, first I'm going to read your email and then talk to you about this, okay? Yeah. All right, okay. cool. His email says, hey, Jubal, Alex, and Evan. I hope my subject line didn't get this sent right to the trash bin. So, obviously, he knows. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it was about to be, but it didn't, Chuck. So, that's why we're talking to you right now. Anyway, it says, I want to start by saying that for most of my life, I've been a terrible person, and I recently realized how wrong I was. Oh, wow. I grew up in a small town that was predominantly white, and there was blatant prejudice everywhere I turned. Unfortunately, I, like most of the people I knew, bought into the ignorance that I grew up around, and I'm ashamed of it. I was racist. Wow. I mean, wow. Thanks a lot to... It's hard to admit as well. Admit yeah. that. I mean, yeah. And Chuck, yeah. the more that I read your email, I wanted to do this segment because it goes on to say, I want to do better and be a better person. Here's my issue. In the last year, I've really done some soul searching. And with all the things going on from George Floyd to Breonna Taylor, I realized how hurtful and harmful my outlook was. The fact is that nobody should be judged by the color of their skin. And it actually sickens me to think about how I thought for so long... I'm angry at myself. Well, I mean, good, in a way. I mean, yeah. yeah no, that I mean, makes me want to cry. It also says, a few years ago, my daughter married an African-American man, and I was very vocal about my disapproval. I didn't even go to the wedding and haven't talked to her since. It breaks my heart that I would be so stupid, and I want to make things right. Understandably, she or him won't talk to me, and I want to call him and apologize and admit how wrong I was and ask if he'll forgive me. I mean it. I've changed, and I really hope that you guys can take the time to help me. Thanks from Chuck, who, like I said, is on the phone. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah. that's a heavy email. Yeah, it's a lot to even just listen to right now. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I got to admit and be honest with you, like when I first saw the subject line, I didn't even want to give it a chance mm -hmm. because I assumed it was going to be something that was going to just make me angry. Right. Mm -hmm. But are you serious? You've completely changed your tone and your outlook on things? Yeah. 
I mean, you know, I, I guess <laughs> it's been a crazy year. Um, I mean, on top of that, I've, I've felt a lot of uh, of guilt. Yeah. Um, and and regret just for not being able to be a part of my daughter's life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was a mistake, and I knew that it was wrong, but I didn't know how else to think, and I didn't want to admit it, and um, and then, uh, you know, you go get a certain period of time passed, and you realize you haven't talked to one of the most important people in your life, and you don't know what she's doing, and you started to see the terrible things that are happening to certain people, and it's, it's really, at a certain point, hard to deny the truth, and what's obvious is that I was, uh, you know, had been raised in a very biased right. community, mm-hmm. and it developed pretty seriously uh, misguided uh, judgments of other people. Good for you for being honest. You know, the only, I I talk about it all the time because I've changed a lot of things about myself personally over time and in my life. Nothing like that. Mm -hmm. I'm Mm -hmm. judging you, but that's fine. (laughs) Uh, Because I think, honestly, your your views up until this point should be judged, I believe. I don't believe that anybody should be prejudiced against somebody because of the color of their skin. I agree. Uh, But if you really want to change something about yourself, it all starts with being honest. And Mm -hmm. good for you for being honest and admitting that harsh truth to yourself. Yeah, Yeah, you should be. That's the hard part. Right. You should be really proud of yourself because, you know, a lot of people who are raised in that environment, they just know what their parents tell them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. why would they know anything else well it's like being taught anything exactly yeah you know so you just get you get given the parents that you're given right mm-hmm. and you just don't even realize that you go along with what they believe right really your whole life until you figure it out or don't yeah yeah i mean I, as much as i'd like to accept your praise i also <laughs> had to email a radio show saying that i'm former <laughs> racist right <laughs> yeah help. We'll get used to it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're going to have to probably own up to a lot of stuff, and it sounds like you're ready to do that. I really, really am. Let me ask you this, though. Why do it on this radio show, and why not you know, try to handle it privately? You know, I guess I just hoped that by kind of throwing myself out there like this, they would realize it's real and that I'm committed, you know, and, and that I, I really want to atone for the way that I've behaved. Mm-hmm. And it's cool that you've come around. I think a lot of people. Well, and you know, uh, honestly, um, I mean, part of coming on here too is just to, I, I don't know, I guess not set an example, but make an example of myself and that, you know, this is a process that can happen. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like it, there's no shame in admitting that you're wrong. And Yeah, I love that. Um, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like people forgive if if you if you ask for it and and you prove that you have earned it and deserve it actions speak louder than words too so just remember that in the process Mm -hmm. and by you doing this you're right you could inspire someone else who has the same beliefs to also realize and reevaluate and look at themselves and go wait a minute maybe i'm seeing this wrong Uh and you want to call him not her yeah she's made it clear that she's very upset i mean the other thing is I would like a chance just to apologize to him and mm-hmm. tell him that I am truly sorry for how I behaved and uh, for judging him mm-hmm. the way that I did. Even if they don't forgive me and, and don't want me to be a part of their lives, I still just feel like it's important for him to know that I am sorry. That's a really strong move, yeah. you know? And I know it's hard for you to say all this stuff, and it's got to feel bad to have realizations Terrible. like you've had. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So we'll play a song and then come back. What's his name, by the way? Jermaine. Jermaine. All right. We'll play a song, come back, and then you can call Jermaine and hopefully make some things right. Okay. All right. Hang on. 
Right. The Jubal Show on Hits 106.1. The Jubal Show on demand. Only on iHeartRadio and the new Hits 106.1. Text in at 41061 that said, thank you for doing this. I'm in my car crying right now. Wow. And we just did a phone prank a little while ago where we're probably making fart noises. We do everything <laughs> on this show. We go yeah. from that to serious segments like this. Look, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world today, and you can't shy away from it, especially in top 40 type radio. Yeah. You're not supposed to talk about anything that's serious, but how do you ignore certain things that are going on? And we got an email into the show the other day from a guy named Chuck who's on the phone right now, and it was titled, I'm a reformed racist and I need your help. Long story short, I won't read the email again, but Chuck is on the phone and Chuck has realized the error of his ways and his thinking. And he admits that he's been racist most of his life because of how he grew up. He said he grew up in a small town where everybody was pretty much ignorant. And he said that he lived most of his life prejudiced. And a few years ago, his daughter married an African-American dude. And he was very vocal about disapproving. He didn't even go to the wedding. He hasn't spoken to his daughter since. Mm -hmm. And he asked if we could help him call the guy. His name's Jermaine, the guy that's married to his daughter, so that he could apologize and say, I'm sorry that I was this way and I want to be in your guys' life. Did I get that yeah. pretty much right, Chuck? Yeah, that sums it up. I'm going to go ahead and dial his phone number, and hopefully we can get him to answer, because he won't answer any of your calls, right? No. Okay. No, he will not. All right. Well, I'm going to dial his phone number right now. Hopefully he answers. And good luck. If this doesn't work out the best for you, at least you got to say your piece, and at least you got to apologize. Mm -hmm. And then you can go forward in life a better way. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right. I'd be nervous, too. I can tell you're nervous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to dial his phone number right now. Here we go. Yeah, uh, Matt's who's speaking. Well, this is Chuck, uh, Bailey's dad. Um, I guess your father-in-law. <clears throat> wait, wait, is, is this like for real, for real? Yeah, this is, um, I'm sorry uh, calling you like this. Uh, can I please just talk to you for a second? You actually want to talk to me. I really do, if, if you'd be willing to uh, hear me out for a minute. I mean, I'm beyond shocked right now. I'll tell you this much. You better be happy that um, I met my quota at work today because I'm in a very good mood. So should you make this good right now? I just wanted an opportunity to tell you I'm truly sorry for the way that I have behaved. I know that I was wrong in not accepting you, and I'm trying to be a better person. And I think the first step in that is to tell you how sorry I am for my behavior, and I know that I've been wrong. Beyond wrong, my man. Beyond wrong. I mean, I don't even know where to start right now. I mean, I know it took a lot of courage for you to call me, but at the same time, you got to understand that you definitely put me through the ringer and then some, my man. No, I know. I mean, all the comments under your breath when uh, we're in uh, social settings. And I have to maintain my proof because if I even say anything back to you, then I'm going to look crazy. You see what I mean? And half I know. the time when Bailey wants to say something to you, like, I have to be the one to tell her, nah, baby, you can't indulge in that. You can't. I'm very thankful yeah. that my mother raised me the way that she did. Because had she not, then I definitely would have been combative as all hell. I mean, I, it's, I need you to hear me out on this, my man. I need you to hear me out on this. Now, there's a certain stigma that's attached to the black man. And I would like to think that I've broken this about every single mold that they try to make for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a, I mean, I'm, I've got a high school diploma. 
I've got a uh, college degree. I've got a great job that can support myself and your daughter. And your daughter doesn't even have to work, but she does anyway. Because it's a 50-50 thing, as you can see, because, I mean, Bailey and I barely argue. And when we do argue, we know how to handle that because we're two people that are very level-headed and love each other. And I've done nothing but treat her with the utmost respect because I always think of my sister in the back of my head, you know? So, yeah, I, I would like to I, like, I know. And I know you I judged. See it. I do. I do see it. And I, I, you know, I judged you and I did not give you a chance. I was wrong. And I was wrong for treating you that way. And I was wrong for treating her that way. She's a grown woman and she makes good choices. And I think that when she decided to marry you, she made a good choice. And she can't you really her, feel that. You know, she, I, I do. And she can't pick her dad, you know, but I'd like to be someone that she would pick when she looks back at her life. And I'd, I'd like to be that kind of man. And I can't just sit here and say to you, like, I know I was wrong and expect you to forgive me or expect her to forgive me. But even if you don't, which you have the right to not forgive me, I just needed you to know that I am truly sorry and that I was wrong, that I was just dead wrong. And I'm, I'm just sorry, Jermaine. I really, really am truly sorry. Man, Chuck, I'm trying to take all this in right now because uh, <laughs> no, man, wow. Number no, one, I know. It's- I, I know. I, yeah, I, I need you. I need. I need you to fall back for a second and hear me out on this, okay? Because um, if we yeah. if we're gonna get to some kind of understanding, I need to get some things off my chest. All right. Now, as far as long as I've known y'all, I have done nothing not to treat your daughter right. But I have respected every single person in the family that I have come to contact with. Am I right or wrong? You are 100% right. You have been a gentleman uh, through and through. Absolutely. I'm a class act. It just is what it is. I always resented the fact that you uh, judge me by the color of my skin. Now, don't get it twisted. I've dealt with this a lot. I need you to understand that. uh, Do you have any idea how it feels to look at your wife and know that she can't even go to her father about some of the simplest things or anything like that because of what you caused by the way you have conducted yourself. I mean, the wedding was a prime example because she had talked with some of the bridesmaids when they were saying like, oh, you look so beautiful today, blah, blah, blah. And one of the bridesmaids came to me and she said, you know what broke my heart today was the fact that she said that she was thankful for everybody telling her how gorgeous she looked on her big day, but couldn't even hear it from her father in person. I know, and I've I've been living with a lot of regret for that, and it's not something that I can go back and do over. And uh, uh, you're right. I feel like an idiot for being that ignorant, so ignorant that I would miss something that was so important to somebody who meant so much to me. And it just as you should. I uh, I'm gonna I jump. Know. I gotta jump in here, real quick. Hey, Jermaine, this is Jubal from the Jubal Show. It's a radio show. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Come, come again. My name is Jubal, and I host a radio show called The Jubal Show. On the phone right now is Chuck, your father-in-law. And in studio studio with me is Alex. Hello. And English Evan. Hi. The whole time I thought I was on the phone with him by myself. I I mean, I... Yeah, I know. I know, man. I know. Oh, man. I know. And and, and I feel like 
I didn't realize I was going to feel this way when we started doing this segment, you know, because I didn't want you guys to get too much more into things right now. But I want to let you know that Chuck emailed us because he said that he felt that he needed to apologize to you because he's changed his outlook on things. Everything he said to you, he just said to us a few minutes ago before we called. He said that you wouldn't accept his call. Understandably, I wouldn't either, man. If I were in your position, I don't even think I could have been as patient. And I, and I, and it had to feel good to get some of that off your chest to him right now. Man, that patient took years of practice, I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> For real, man. Yeah. Man, you had me just crying the whole time. Seriously, all of us in here tearing up because to hear that. Chuck, are you still there? Yeah, yeah. I'm still here. I'm, uh, so it's, yeah, I'm sorry for surprising you, Jermaine. I just, you know, I didn't know how, I didn't know how else to do this. And I just, yeah. you know, I needed he wanted to apologize to you and let you know that he's changed his views and that he wants to be a part of your life. He actually said that he wanted to do it in this forum publicly mm-hmm. because he wanted other people. Well, I'll let him tell it. You know, I feel like I'm talking too much. Chuck, why don't you tell him why you wanted to do it this way? You know, I felt like I just needed to do something that um, proved to you that I was committed to this. You know, even if you guys didn't want to forgive me and have me back in your lives, at the very least, I could try and make some sort of positive change by putting myself out there and just going right. that it is okay to admit that you were wrong. I just wanted people to be able to hear me do this because, because I know that there are other fathers out there and people who've done these types of things and felt this way and they want to be forgiven, but they don't know how to start. So if I could show some people that, then it felt like it might be worth it. Might be worth it, or is it going to be worth it? <laughs> if you're going to make yourself an example, I need you to fully commit, my man. I am 100% dedicated to becoming a better person because I know that I can be. You can. It's very true you can. Look at this body you raised. She didn't even care about my skin color. She saw that I was a good dude that made her laugh and made her smile. <laughs> And took care of her at her toughest time of need. You know what I'm saying? If I could be yeah. more like my daughter, I, I would do it in a heartbeat. And, I, and I, that's what I want. I should have known the moment that she brought you home that she was bringing home somebody special as well. And uh, I do understand that now. Can we be done? <laughs> <laughs> Alex is over here just crying right now. Jermaine, I want you guys to talk not on the yeah, air. You know, yeah. I don't want to air out all the stuff, but... I do honestly believe him. The first part of changing your behavior is admitting who you are. Absolutely. You know, like if you're a liar and you lie all the time, admitting that you're a liar totally. is the first step to changing that. So mm-hmm. he's admitted to you. Oh, that, without a doubt. Yeah. How do you feel, though? Like, are you into giving it a shot or are you just like right now your mind's just blown? You can't even. I'll tell you this. It's going to take a while and I'm going to have to see some things in person. I'm going to need you to have your actions speak louder than your words. And then maybe this is something we can build on. Maybe not this week or this month. <laughs> I've got to process this and talk with my wife about what I was just told. And we got to figure out how we move forward from here because this is going to be a pivotal moment in our lives right now. Your willingness to uh, give me a chance, it makes me very happy. And I, I really do appreciate it. I, I, I miss my daughter very much. And um I bet you do, because I know she misses you, too. I'm going to go ahead and let you guys handle this off the air. Ooh, thank you. you know, yeah, yeah, oh, man. And I really have a good feeling about this. And yeah, I, I'm glad it worked out. Yeah, I am. I, did. I also hope that it is an example for people. And anybody out there who feels the same way that Chuck used to feel can see that, hey, you can own up to it. And you can make some things right. I mean, it's a first step. I know it's going to take a while, like you said, Jermaine, but it is a first step, right? Yeah, no doubt. And Chuck, thank you for your email. 
I'm glad we could help you out. Jermaine, it was a pleasure to talk to you. It was a pleasure to hear you talk. It was a pleasure to talk to you, too. Uh, what'd you say your name was again? Jubal. Jubal. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna let you slide for blindside me this time around because it's for a good <laughs> yeah. uh, All right, all right. Well, thank you. I won't do it to you again. Best of luck to you guys, and I really hope you get a fan. The Jubal Show on demand only on iHeartRadio and the new Hits 106.1. Jubal's dirty little secret on the new Hits 106.1. We talk to a lot of people who are hesitant to tell us a dirty little secret or a big dirty. Whatever kind of secret you got. A lot of people are hesitant because they don't believe us that you will remain anonymous. Hmm. Text in, though, 41061. Promise you. And we always stand by our promises. Mm -hmm. Yes, we do. Most of the time. That's how (laughs) we operate on this show. But if you want to get a dirty little secret off your chest, I promise you will remain anonymous. Nobody will know who you are. Text in 41061, and we will let you tell your dirty little secret. And the anonymous person we have on the phone today, I give everybody a nickname so nobody knows who they are. Really cool to talk to this person. It's Fast Eddie of Fast Eddie's Used Electronics Emporium. What? Yeah. What's I, don't, up? I don't know who that is. I don't either. I just <laughs> made it up. What's up, Fast Eddie? You got some TVs to sell? Fast Eddie. <laughs> oh, that's so great. <laughs> oh, you don't sound like an Eddie. No, you don't. Or fast. But... No, no. Today, I'm Fast Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fast Eddie, what's your dirty little secret? <laughs> Okay, so um, I'm, a, I'm a really open person. Um, a lot of that has to do with the fact that I've been in therapy for a long time. And, oh, hey, me you know, too. Like, yeah, join the club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good, good. Everyone needs to be in therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is, there is someone that I have a crush on, and I cannot tell them. Okay. Okay, is it someone, like, is it a therapist? Um. Well, yes. <laughs> this happens a lot, I think, mm-hmm. that people will like fall for their therapist. How about you? Are you in a relationship or are you single and looking to sit on a couch and cry and mingle? <laughs> no, you know, like I've been uh, single by choice for quite some time. I, um, hold on just one second. I'm on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> are you a mom? Sorry. Yes, I feel your pain. That's amazing. Amazing. I'm on the phone telling a dirty little secret, and you're interrupting me. I'm trying to talk about how I'd like to sleep with my therapist, and you kids will not pipe down. (laughs) That's amazing. Well, I'm so glad that just happened. Me too. Um, So, so you're not single by choice. I didn't have a crush on this guy immediately, and it's it's bad because. He is married and mm-hmm. like, oh, he's married. I, I do stupid things. Like I'll, sometimes I'll dress up for our Zoom. <laughs> okay. Oh no. So why are you attracted to your therapist? Is it his looks or is it just because he knows you on like such a deep level? Honestly, it's gotta be both. I mean, he is very attractive. He's super hot. I, he's obviously an amazing listener and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a good listener. You have to remember, though, he's not a good represent- representation of guys because he's a good listener because you're paying him. Yeah, yeah. once you were in a relationship with him, he'd probably be like most dudes. He'd be like, what? Sorry, I was, I was paying attention to my phone. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> I don't it, feel like therapists would be like that, though. No, probably not. I, actually, it probably would be annoying to date a therapist. Yeah. You know? I've been, to ther- I've been through a lot of therapy in my yeah. life. And so I, ask me. I, I feel like I play armchair therapist a lot, you know, like armchair quarterback. And Alex, if you didn't know this, Alex and I are married, so she I'm sure sometimes she's like, oh, shut up already. No, no, I value your input so much on mental health and everything yeah. you know about therapy, seriously. Oh, yeah. 
Most, but there are sometimes where I can tell it's like, okay, not every reaction is caused from this. Like you can yeah. you like see Alex slam the door to the fridge yeah. and you're like, let's unpack that. Yeah, let's figure that out. Like what 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 did that feel young or yeah, old when yeah. you did that? What part of you was that that slammed the door to the refrigerator? Like yeah, the hungry yeah. part that didn't yeah. find food, you idiot. I'm like I'm like, babe, I think I'm codependent. He's like, I've known. I've known that for a while now. I've let's sit that. down and talk about yeah. it. Yeah. I've been waiting for you to realize. <laughs> I'm like, why didn't you tell me? He's like, I tried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, maybe, I mean, you know, you ever think about that? Maybe the relationship that you would like to have with your therapist, seeing as you have a crush on him, might not be what you think it's going to be? No, obviously. I just, I still have the feelings. You could just start sharing things and see how it goes. Like, how are you feeling today? Oh, fine. Just another guy. I found out that I'm a beast in the sack. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm so good at it that these guys just keep hitting me up and I'm tired yeah. of it, you know? Yeah. So what should I do if, like, I'm just getting too many guys hitting me up? Yeah. <laughs> What's your dirty little secret? The Jubal Show's Idiots in the News. And welcome back to the INN, the Idiot News Network, where idiots aren't just in the news, they, they report the, the news. news. And for our first story of the day, let's send it on over to Alex Fresh, who is in sunny New Jersey. <laughs> well, it's not sunny today. It's kind uh, of overcast and cloudy. But ugh, overcast New Jersey. Um, anyhow, <laughs> yep, I am live in New Jersey where... Cake boss star Buddy Velastro suffered a terrible accident while bowling at his New Jersey home. <laughs> bowling? Bowling. <laughs> yeah, he has a bowling alley in his home. Oh, wow. And the injury happened last Sunday while he and his family were spending some quality time together. <laughs> he says there was a malfunction with the bowling pin setter, which is a common fix in the past, mm -hmm. but it turned into a terrible accident. What happened? Thanks for asking, Jubal. <laughs> You're welcome, That's Alex. why I'm all the way out here in New Jersey is because I want to tell you what happened. <laughs> After trying to release the bowling pin from the cage mechanism, his right hand has had become lodged and compressed inside the unit and Ooh. was unable to remove it. He said a one and a half inch metal rod slowly and repeatedly impaled his right hand oh. three times and his two sons, Buddy Jr. and Marco, had to help him by using a saw to cut through the metal rods. Damn. Yeah. Oh, my God. God, mm -hmm. this just in. I don't want a bowling alley in my house ever. That <laughs> sounds horrible. It sounded yeah. like a cool idea, but oh man, that sounds yeah. like it hurts so bad. Right? And uh, Buddy says it'll be an uphill battle after two surgeries and rehabilitation, but is doing well and is in great care. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> That's all I've got from here in New Jersey. Jubal, sending it back to you. Alex, while you're out there in New Jersey, why don't you go bowling a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. <I'll> go. <laughs> you know, on the news, like the actual news, they always have that awkward yeah. banter back and forth and then the weird laugh. And the weird <laughs> pause. <laughs> Thank you very much, Alex. That was an interesting and shocking report on the INN, the Idiot News Network, where idiots aren't just in the news. They, they, they report, report the, the news. news. And for our next story, let's send it on over to English Evan, who is in his mother's basement. I am not. Grandma's basement. Grandma's um, basement. Yes. <laughs> wrong. Come on. I am actually in Japan, though, right now. Oh. oh okay. And as America is slowly spiraling out of control, Japan is on the verge of creating giant cartoon killer robots. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Do you guys like the idea of robots? I do not. No. Alex and I actually had this conversation the other day because I'm convinced that robots are becoming self-aware and they're yeah. going to take over the world. Yeah. yeah. She's not really convinced, but I'm like, dude, in Japan, they've developed robots that have feelings and they have feelings on their own. It's technology. It can have malfunctions. Right. Yeah. Why could it not have a malfunction and just wake up and cry? You, you say know? that now, but wait till you go home and the Roomba is crying in the corner. <laughs> it's just like over in the corner. Like, oh, oh, says, oh. Alex, I'm sad. <laughs> I'm sad. And then you're going to be like, no way. I'm like, no, you're just malfunctioning. That's yeah. not how you feel right now. You're Roomba, turn off. Stupid yeah. computer. Oh, okay. Gosh. So they're making these robots in Japan? Yeah. So they have this giant 60 foot tall robot that's in the testing phase right now. And it's based on the cartoon series Gundam. 
which I don't know. You guys probably have no, no idea what no that idea. is. Yeah, but it's it's pretty much like a transformer. Yeah, that's what I can imagine. Looks like a giant transformer, right. and oh. it doesn't do anything at the moment aside from kneel. And it can also raise its uh, hand to make an L, <laughs> like, a, like a loser. But anyway, that's my story. So sending it back to you, Jubal. Thank you very much, English Evan. This is the INN, the Idiot News Network, where idiots aren't just in the news. They, they report, report the, the news. news. I'm Jubal Fresh, and Michael Jackson's DNA is making headlines again. <laughs> Isn't he dead? He is dead. Been mm-hmm. dead for quite a while now. Thank you for asking, You know English where I Evan. found out where I was when I found out that Michael Jackson died? Where? I was in the shower. Really? Because you 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 somebody that? came running in and told me. Really? Oh. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> That's it. Everybody, I don't, I, I don't remember where I was. No. But anyway, for the last <laughs> 40 years, the words Michael Jackson and DNA have been no stranger to the press. <laughs> well, his DNA is back in the news again, and this time it has nothing to do with what you're thinking. Okay. Okay? His cousin, Marsha, took a blood-stained propofol IV from Michael's bedroom after he died, Ugh. and now she's putting it up for auction for $2,500. That's hilarious. What? Yeah, 2500 bucks if you want to buy a blood-stained IV from oh, Michael man. Jackson. She should have also put it for more. Like, I don't yeah, think that's enough. For, that's not enough. I wonder if her family's going to disown her for selling something like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they're probably not going to be happy, but that whole clan is just messed up. So Michael Jackson's cousin actually claims that it's the last propofol IV drip that he used before he died. She says it's the actual one that administered the lethal dose. Here's a clip clip of her talking about it. My name is Marsha, and I'm the cousin of Michael Jackson. But this is actually Michael right here, DNA. That's what made me grab it, the blood. And this is one of the IVs, the last one, actually, that he... Had in his arm. That's goals right there to get famous <laughs> enough where when you die, your family doesn't even care about you. They're just like, what can I take so I can sell later? Yeah, that's creepy. Yeah, it is. And she said she saw the blood, immediately grabbed it because she knew it would have his DNA. As far as memorabilia goes, it's quite a gem, they say. Gross. <laughs> she says she's willing to part with it and has it up for auction and she's hoping to get at least 2500 bucks. But I think you're right, Evan. It should be more than that. <clears throat> she seems to think that it's the final IV that he used before he died, but it probably wasn't. That's why it's probably less. Right. LAPD detectives <laughs> removed medical equipment from the crime scene hours after Michael passed away before anybody even showed up. Dang. So it, she probably doesn't have the last one. And no. the listing on the auction site even says, quote, this IV probably was not the one that was used to administer the final lethal dose. Wow. However, it could more than likely have been used during his many treatments of propofol. So <laughs> there you go. If you want some uh, of Michael Jackson's blood, you can get it for $2,500. You're about to lose your job. Mm-hmm. Hello. So you're about to lose you your job, lady. You're about to lose your job. Get what? this You know what that means. you about to lose your job. The news is done for the day. you me nothing. Yo, job. about to lose Yo job, you about to lose your job because you are detaining me for nothing. Thank you for listening to the INN, the Idiot News Network, where idiots aren't just in the news, they report the news. Join us Monday for another hard-hitting report. This is INN. Idiots in the news. News. It's another Jubal phone prank. Weekday mornings on the 20s. Only on the new hits 106.1. Hello? Hi, this is Pete Eakins. I was calling from I was looking for Nathan. Uh, this is him. Hey, Nathan, how you doing? Um, not good. Yeah, <laughs> I did see a note here um, that you've been trying to track down a package, and that's why I'm calling. So what's going on? 
Well, I ordered a Aaron Rodgers jersey weeks ago. Oh, and Packers I, fan, eh? Packers fan. Yeah. Yeah, I am. That's good. What do you think about their season so far? Uh, yeah, I don't want to talk about the Packers right now. I want to talk about the Packers jersey that I spent a lot of money on. Uh-huh. It's not here yet. Uh, I want to know why it's not here yet and when I'm going to get it. Okay, that was a lot of questions. <laughs> one at a time. Okay, well, hold on one second. Let me just pull something up. I'm going to put you on hold real quick, okay? All right, hang on. Thank you. Thanks for holding. This is Alexis. How can I help you? Uh, who is this? Oh, my name is Alexis. Who is this? Uh, this is Nathan. I'm. Uh, I was talking to somebody else about a package of mine that has not arrived yet. Oh, okay. Um, I, I want to know yeah, where my you sound like your heart rate's a little elevated. Do you need to sit down for a moment? <laughs> no, I don't need to sit down. I you just want to know where breath. my. Are you working out right now? I am. Are not. you taking I'm a brisk home. walk outside? This is ridiculous. All of the above? No, I am not walking on a treadmill. I'm not going outside. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm waiting in my house for my package right oh. now. It's not here. Where is it? Um, I do see that the delivery driver did attempt to deliver it today, but there needed to be a signature. So, Well, I'm obviously not... he did not. Otherwise, I'd have my package right now. I was right sitting by my door the whole time. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I, I don't understand. I don't understand. Why am I on the hold again? What is going on? It's a great day. This is Pete Eakins. How can I help you? Pete, but I... What? How many people... I am so... Hey! I'm mad right now. I want my package. I need my package. It's the Packers fan. It's the Packers fan. How's it going, Nathan? Did you get everything situated? I don't even know how you found me on hold here. I was like... Uh, Working on something else, and then all of a sudden, it's Nate. It's Packer no, fan Nate. I did not Nate. get everything situated. Otherwise, I wouldn't be on the phone with you guys. Oh, I've been they... waiting and waiting. Some girl said that uh, the, the driver was already here at my house, which I've been here the whole time. Yeah. I've got to track. Th- I'm going to try to track this down for you then. Let me pull up something real quick, okay? Packers fan, you Packer. Where is my package? I, I found. Okay. I was able to look at your package. And you're. It's, okay, I know it's your. Don't put me on hold. Do not put me on hold. I, I am not going to put you on hold. What I'm going to do, sir, is I'm going to connect you with the driver who has your package right now. Okay. Have a great day, man. Fine. See you Let later, me talk Nate. to the driver. Maybe he. Seriously? Seriously? Another hold? Another hold? Hi. This is Jeff from. Jeff, are you the driver? I am a driver. How can I help you? I am waiting for a package that I've been. It was supposed to be here two weeks ago. Oh, okay. Can I get my you, house? Go, okay. Can I get your name, please? Nathan. Nathan. A last name too. Nathan. Nathan. I actually have it here. Is it a Packers jersey? Is that what you're waiting for? That is correct. Okay, and uh, it has on the back, so I should have known. Okay, I'm actually going to try it on. It's a it's a medium, so. Oh, I'm putting it on now. Why are you trying on my package? Why are you even opening up my package? That's illegal, isn't it? Oh, of course. Hold. Hold again. You should, you should all be Hi, fired. Hi, thanks for holding. This is Alexis. How can I help you? Oh, Alexis again. Oh, this is great. This Nathan. is going nowhere. I thought my manager was helping you. Yeah, just before I was talking to you, I was actually talking to the driver, apparently. Mm-hmm. And the driver started putting on my jersey. What? Saying no he was way. On, like, opening up my package and putting on my jersey. Are you kidding me? That's amazing. No, it's not amazing. Dude, I'm FaceTiming. I'm going to FaceTime him right now. You're FaceTiming him? Is this what you guys get paid to do? Hi, this is... 
How can I help? This is f***ing ridiculous. I, 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 I'm living right now. All right, all right, all right, oh, no. all right, all right. Oh, no. Uh, sir, on the phone there, what was your, your name's Nathan, correct? Correct. But who the f*** are you? I'm the manager here. And I was just going through some of the calls and listening in because you know how we listen in on phone calls to make sure our customer service is right. And I am so yes. sorry for our driver, Jeff. And I cannot believe that he would actually open up your package and try on your Packers jersey. Jeff, that is unprofessional, uncalled for, and I think it's a federal Sir, offense. Stop no. yelling at me. Stop, 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 stop. Nathan, Hello? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry about this. I jumped on here because I'm the actual manager, and I heard how they were talking to you, but, you know, I, I did resolve. No, they were talking I did, to me. You are the same I, problem. I, 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 don't interrupt me. I wouldn't do interrupt you, Alexis. Hey, do, Nathan, Nathan, Packers fan to Packers fan, I would not interrupt Alexis, okay? She's, she is the boss here, and man, if she's upset, like, you know. Feisty. Yeah, how she put us yes. both in check. So, Nathan, I would listen to Alexis, okay? Mm-hmm. I was going to tell you some good news, but you wanted to interrupt me. Are you going to listen now? Fine, I will listen to you. Thank you. I was going to say <laughs> that I found your package, and it's going to be delivered today unopened. What time? By by nine p.m. By nine p.m. That's what it oh, says. Oh, it's another eight hours. Oh, oh well, yeah. At least it's going to be unopened and untouched and never worn yep. before. What are you talking about? The drivers just clearly said that he <laughs> opened up the package and wore the jersey. Well, well that's because <laughs> this is actually a prank phone call. Uh, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is the Jubal Show. This is Jubal, Alex, and Evan from the Jubal Show doing a phone prank on you. What up, Nate? Hello. <laughs> You're kidding! You're, you're kidding me, right? Like, no, it's like, a joke. <laughs> how do you know about my jersey then? Because your wife emailed us to do a prank on you. She said that you've been waiting for this package, and it's been <laughs> pissing you off that it hasn't come yet. Yep, but <laughs> so she says thought. it should be delivered today. Yeah, <laughs> fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I was raging. <laughs> First date follow up. I'm shocked that the dude on the phone today for a first date follow-up isn't getting a call back. And you know why? Why? Because he's got business cards. <laughs> and any guy that has business cards is definitely a catch, in my opinion. The sign of a great man. <laughs> yes, it is. Nat, how are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for your email. Your email said that you met the girl you want to call today because you slid her your business card? <laughs> Yep, and uh, she slid me hers. Whoa. Oh, what? She has so, a business card, too? First question, do you carry these in your wallet? <laughs> and how many do you have at once? I don't know. I keep five on me at all times. If I'm running low at the end of the night, I reload every morning. Just make oh, sure wow. I've got them if I need them. All right, well, tell us a little bit about the woman that you slid the business card to. How'd that whole thing go down? All right, so I was making a delivery to where she worked. And, you know, she was the one I met. She was my point of contact. We were chatting. We were hitting it off. And... Honestly, I was hanging out a little bit too long. Uh, the rest of my delivery schedule was... What do you do? I work in the beer industry. Oh, okay. So you're making a beer delivery. Yeah, yeah. I was, she was working at this bar. Oh, it's okay. one of those like, strange situations where I met a girl at a bar, but it was you know before the bar was officially open. So it's right, a classier right. story than it sounds. Yeah. Okay. Right. So you dropped off some beer, and then you just lingered about <laughs> awkwardly, hoping that you could talk to her more? It wasn't really awkward. You know, she kind of started chatting me up. I was chatting her up back. And, you know, it was one of those situations where the time gets away from you. I realized, oh, I'm going to be wildly late to my next delivery. And 
I actually got in a little bit of trouble because I was behind schedule for the rest of the day. Uh, but well, your I boss left, didn't I understand feel- that you couldn't call your boss and be like, sorry, boss, I'm a little late on my deliveries today, but I was handing out my business card <laughs> to a hot lady. <laughs> I mean, I've already been talked to about handing out my business cards to ladies. What do I feel like his business cards are like the metal ones, you know, those cool new metal ones? Ooh, that would be actually <laughs> kind of cool. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. Yeah, so I gave her my business card before I left thinking, you know, she's nice. Uh, we seem to be hitting it off. And she gave me her business card back. So I thought, okay, sign. this has obviously got to go down. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, for sure. I mean, the know, next step after business cards is marriage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm a little slower paced than that, so I started with testing, and she <laughs> tested back. You know, okay. so I thought everything was going great. You know, we were started off just kind of friendly, then it got a little flirty, a little hot and heavy. So mm. define define making, hot and heavy for me. <laughs> yeah, you know, she was throwing some emojis in there. She was sending me some memes. It was getting Ooh. a little a little spicy. That is okay. hot and heavy. Okay. <laughs> or cold and light. I'm not sure. <laughs> not sure. If it was the eggplant. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Or the peach. <laughs> so. Did you guys actually go out on a date, or were you just texting back and forth, and that's all that happened? Well, this is why I'm calling you guys, and I'm hoping you can step in for me. So the next week, I figured I would see her in person again when I made the delivery, and I could ask her out in person. I thought that mm-hmm. would be a better gesture. But when I show up to her place of work, it's somebody else taking the delivery for me. Oh. And, yeah, so, you know, the next day I text her saying, hey, sorry, I missed you, and then... Nothing. Hmm. I've been ghosted ever since. Oh, wow. So do you think that she on purpose wasn't there? Maybe she saw Mm -hmm. you coming in the door and was like, oh, my God, not this guy. That sounds very familiar. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I'm just confused. as I was like, you know, emojis were flying. I'm not confused. No, no, we're not confused at all. (laughs) You also didn't answer that question, Nat. (laughs) I know it's an uncomfortable question to think about, but do you think that maybe she saw you coming and was like, "Ah, I'm going to hide in the back and send someone else back out there? Honestly, I think that's probably what happened. Okay. <laughs> well, that's, that's bold of you yeah, to admit that. At least, you know, you took the first step. Well, here's well, here's why. I think because, you know, in our industry, you kind of change around afterwards. You kind of uh, mess around with some people. And I don't know. I'm thinking maybe she has a boyfriend or something. Maybe it started off as just sort of like dancing flirting. And then when she realized, oh, I'm going to be seeing him in person again more often, maybe this isn't such a good idea. So that's what I'm thinking. I just want to make sure that I didn't do anything inappropriate. Okay. So you think that she might have a boyfriend. That's the problem. That's the reason she's not texting you back and also hiding from you in a storage room. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if that's the situation, I'm cool with it. You know, I I understand. I just want to... You know, make sure that we're on good terms if we have to see each other. It's not going to get awkward. Yeah, especially since you have to see her for work and drop off deliveries and stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And every once in a while I'll show up with a shirt that's ripped almost off and be like, oh, man, I don't know what happened. Last delivery, like, <laughs> almost took my whole shirt off. I wouldn't normally do this. But here's my business card again, if you want it. <laughs> First date follow-up. Hey, excuse me. Did somebody order some beer? <laughs> Alex, what? Role play with me here. Okay, all right. Excuse me. Yeah. Did yeah. somebody order a heavy crate of beer that I'm holding on my shoulder while my bicep ripples? Um. Was that your bar? I uh, yeah. Guess what? What? I'm the delivery guy, and here's the beer. Luckily, I have these huge muscles to carry heavy things. <laughs> Would you like a business I card? See that. Um. No I thanks. Ha- oh. 
All right, well, here's the beer, and I'll get back in my delivery truck and make my way home. (laughs) (laughs) Right in the middle of a first day follow-up. If you just joined us, the reason that I did that role play wasn't just for fun. It's because that's exactly what happened when the dude who's on the phone for our first day follow-up today met the girl that he wants to call. Nat, is that pretty accurate? That's exactly how it went down? It's like I was listening to myself speaking. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just to refresh your memory real quick, Nat is on the phone. He, He delivers beer, and he was making a delivery to a bar where he met a girl named Tara, They exchanged business cards. They texted back and forth playfully. He said that she was very flirty. And then the next time he showed up to the bar, he was going to ask her out because he wanted to be a gentleman and do it in person. But she wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And she also hasn't answered any of his text messages after. So he thinks that maybe she saw him coming, didn't want to deal with him, had someone else go up there, take the delivery. And then she just hasn't been responding. And he's Mm -hmm. wondering if he did something wrong. All right. Anything that I missed before we give her a call and see what you did, Nat? Uh, that's just about it. I'm, you know, hoping she just has a boyfriend and that's why she's calling it off. <laughs> well, you don't want to hope she has a boyfriend because then she's not going to, you know, yeah. call you back. Well, I mean, if she's not answering my texts or anything, I assume she's probably not going to. I just want an answer why at this point. But yeah. I think it would be if she had a, you know, boyfriend. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. a better option. It's a better option than saying, like, oh, no, yeah. it's because of this. That's so a weirdo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's actually exactly what I'm saying. All right. Well, I'm going to dial her phone over right now and see if we can figure out what happened. Here we go. Hi, may I speak to Tara, please? This is. Hey, Tara, how are you? This is Jubal from the Jubal Show. Oh, oh, what can I do for you? That is a good question, Tara. First, let me introduce you to who is on the phone right now. It's me. My name is Jubal. I host the show. Hi. Uh, Also with me is Mahara's wife, Alex Freyash. Hey. Hi. Oh, a family affair. Okay. (laughs) And English Evan. Hi. He's not related to us. It's a true family affair, though. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> Hi. What What are you guys calling me for? Because we do a segment on our show called the first date follow-up. What that is is where if you go out on a date with somebody or start talking to someone and then ghost them, they can email us to get you on the phone and find out why. So we got an email from a guy named Nat. He's a big, buff delivery guy. Very tan. <laughs> wears tight shirts. Is that an accurate way to describe him? Um, that is not what he looks like at all, oh. but yes, I do remember that. Okay. Yes. I do just you, had this whole delivery guy in my head anyway. Go ahead, English Evan. Do you remember when he slipped you his business card? Uh, yes, there was a business card exchange. Yeah. <laughs> We're old school. Um, so he emailed you guys to call me? Because he said that you guys, you know, initially met, exchanged business cards, and then you were texting hot and heavy. He said it was very <laughs> flirty. And yep. he wanted to ask you out, but the next time he showed up to your bar to drop off some beer, you weren't there. Also, you haven't responded to any of his text messages. Is there a reason why? That sounded very professional. It did. <laughs> um, I mean, it's really nothing. He's lovely. And oh, we had wow. a really <laughs> that was you, That's such a verbal pat on the head. He's just, <laughs> he's lovely. He's just, oh, God bless him. Yeah. Yeah, bless his heart. Um, he's, <laughs> oh, <geez>. he's really <laughs> he's great. Um, honestly, he really is nice, and we got along well. It's just that um, it's usually the same distributor that hits the same bars really close to, like, my bar. So what, usually when you're kind of flirting or messing around with people in the industry, especially the sales reps, there's always a chance that 
you're going to be hooking up with a person who is hooked up with other people you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It can, get, it can get a little messy, and I like to keep a clean bar. So, <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> so you don't want that to happen, basically. You don't want to, like, start dating him and then it just be incestual with all of the beer people that you know. That's smart, okay. yeah, actually. Yeah, that is smart. Thank you for being honest. I mean, that's a that's a valid reason not to want to date someone that yeah. you kind of work with because it does cause a lot of problems for people and most people don't think that far ahead. Obviously, Nat doesn't think that far ahead because he still wants to date you. And guess what? Yeah? Nat is actually on the other line and wants to talk to you. Oh, what? Hey, Tara. <laughs> hi, hi, Nat. How are you? <laughs> Pretty good. So this is uh, more awkward than I thought it would be. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least she doesn't have a boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. He was worried. Nat was worried that you had a boyfriend. Oh, oh, no. I don't have a boyfriend. I just, you know, don't want to date you. Oh, Ouch. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. I didn't mean for it to, I didn't mean for it to come off a little harsh. I just meant, you know, (laughs) did you just hear what I said on the call? Yeah, no, I mean, that. Totally made sense. I, I get it. I'm just, you know, a little bit confused because we were definitely flirting, but then I guess it just kind of stopped so suddenly. I thought you were cool hooking up like other folks in the industry were. <laughs> other folks in the industry? How many people you hooked up with, Nat? Yeah, this is exactly what I'm talking about. See, <laughs> how many How many have you hooked up with? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to go ahead and say that. <laughs> Come on, you're you made this... You made this whole thing about the radio, about calling me on the radio. So how many in the, you know, metro downtown area bars have you hooked up with? Um, yeah, no. I'm not going to give you a number, but I'll, I'll say it's a couple. A couple. Mm. I don't believe you. A couple dozen, a couple you. hundred. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a low ball. Yeah, okay. Well, let me throw it back at you, Tara. How many have you hooked up with? This is cool. This is just turning into... How many Um, many people have you? Well, you know, it it only took one for me to learn my lesson. So that's that's why we're here where we are. Well, I'm a slow learner. What can I say? Oh, okay. So you're getting around the whole bar industry. you're a man. (laughs) Yeah, but look, I'm not just like some weird man slut. You know, I I really feel like there's something special here. And I want to be able to look past the work stuff and take you out on an actual date. That's nice. Yeah, that was pretty sweet there, Tara. What do you think about that, Tara? Uh, Well, that that was very lovely. Oh, boy, Um, here comes the pat on the head again. (laughs) Hang on one second, Tara. Let me ask officially before you do that. Would you like to go out with Nat on another date? We will pay for it. Um, well, you know, what he said was, what he said was really sweet and he convinced me and I think this is a pretty big effort to call the radio and everything. I think mm. he deserves a chance. I'll give him a chance. Damn. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jubal's Dirty Little Secret. On the new hits of 106.1. We found him. Found him. Who? It's time for Dirty Little Secret. So text in 41061 if you got a dirty little secret that you want to get off your chest. And remember, uh-huh. you will always remain anonymous, no matter what. Uh-huh. So that's why we give everybody who calls up, who is willing to tell a secret on the air with us, an anonymous nickname. And this is crazy. Where's Waldo? Waldo. Uh-huh. The Where's Waldo guy oh, is on the phone, so we know where crap. he is. I've been looking for so long. Where's Waldo? He's no on the phone right now. Way. Yeah, to tell us a dirty little secret. What's up, Waldo? 
I'm a master of Where's Waldo. I find him every time. <laughs> Where the hell have you been? Yeah. <laughs> well, you have to find me, but I'm able yeah. to find him. So. Are you still wearing that red and white striped outfit? In those jeans? Uh, not not today. Not oh. today. What? The glasses? You got the glasses on? You got the hat? Sure. I do. Yeah. I do wear glasses. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, he's got a little red and white striped hat sometimes, too. Uh-huh. It, it would make me so angry, though, on the Where's Waldo thing when he would put on, like, a regular pair of jeans and mix them with the crowd. <laughs> oh, dirty tricks. Yeah. Well, Waldo... Your anonymous nickname is Where's Waldo. What's your dirty little secret today? What do you want to tell us? Well, let me just start by saying that I am not a cheater at all. Oh, no. Oh, well, boy. You, okay. don't, you don't want to start a cool off by saying that. That's, yeah. Now we think you're a cheater. Right. And once a cheater, always a cheater. So. <laughs> well, I'm a, I'm a serial monogamous. I'm one of those relationship guys. Like, I'm just comfortable. My comfort zone is a relationship. So okay. that's where I live. So you're yeah. always in relationships and you're not a cheater. That sounds so suspect to say that right <laughs> away. <laughs> Well, probably the next thing I'm going to say sounds even more suspect. So I, I do love hanging out with, with my guy friends, and we go on a lot of trips together. Anytime we go on these trips, uh, we like to play this game. And um, and when I say we, I you know, because I don't want to get any of my guy friends in trouble, it's, it's usually just me who does this. Um, but my favorite game to play is called Catch and Release. Catch and Release. Okay, how do you play it? Okay, so uh, we you know, go to bars, we go to clubs, you know, anytime that we're, we're out and about. And, uh, so what I like to do is, you know, hit on a girl, uh, just kind of get her like super into me, like mm-hmm. really, you know, just kind of like dialed in. Okay. And, uh, and then I ghost her. Oh, <laughs> so you, oh, so wow. you basically get a girl on the hook and then you just mm-hmm. bounce. I would be so pissed. If my husband did that, well, that that is cheating in my mind. Yeah, yeah you don't I mean, build relationships, and then yeah. Okay, if my girlfriend was going out hitting on dudes, I'd be mad for Ooh. a start, and then cutting it off early, I'd be like, "So what? You just do this because you want to see if you're hot or not, or like, yeah. what's the yeah. deal?" Like That's I was wondering, point. like, because guys have a hard time, right? Like, yes. how often are you doing this? How you know how many girls are you doing this to? And on a scale of one to ten, how hot do you think you are? <laughs> Can you answer okay, all well, those questions, please, Waldo? That's a lot of questions, but I, I would say, you know, this is what happens. This is what happens to guys all the time. This is what happened to me before I became a serial monogamist. I meet <laughs> women all the time, and they get me on the hook, and then, uh, dude, boom, that's they true. Me, okay, so, that's good ammunition yeah. because women will do that. They'll talk to a dude and be like. Yeah, you're so cute. You should buy me a drink. By the way, here's my 15 friends that are with me. You should buy all <laughs> drinks. And then you'll buy drinks and then they're gone. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's just kind of like that. That's why I, I don't consider it cheating at okay. all. And what are you on the scale of 1 to 10? I'd give myself like an 8 or a 9. Hmm, oh. That's high. All right, yeah. So no wonder you're able to catch and release. Yeah, very women. humble. And do you think your girlfriend would be happy to know that you do this? No, she, she would not. <laughs> okay, but so that's why I, I see it as a sport. I see it as fun. So. If your girlfriend was out with her friends and she was doing the same thing to guys, would that upset you? Uh, well, trust me, she's been doing it her whole life until she met me. So, yeah, but you know, now as, she's. As, as but that wasn't do, the question. So. Yeah, yeah, wasn't the question though. If she was doing it currently. Okay, I deflected. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna. Be, it's gonna be a double standard. I'm, I'm gonna say, yeah, it would. It would upset me. So your next dirty little secret is you're a little bit hypocritical. (laughs) (laughs) What's your dirty little secret? Who's Alex's worst person in the world today? Who's Alex's worst person in the world today?
Oh my God, you guys. <laughs> my worst person in the world today is Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, Ellen. I think Ellen's been the worst person in the world today quite a few times this year already. <laughs> a lot of days. Yeah. In case you haven't seen the stories, this summer she's been getting hammered. There's been a lot of talk about how she's been mean to people, ex-employees, and stories of encounters that people have had with her. But that's not why she's the worst person in the world for me today. Oh, there's no. more. There's something else. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so season 18 of her show premiered this week, and she said she was going to address the issue. And talk about the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and the elephant in the room being the fact that people say she's terrible to work for, not like, we have an elephant on the show today yep. and I'm going to interview it. It's going to be crazy and funny. Because <laughs> yeah. that wouldn't surprise me right. about Ellen. <laughs> I know. That Ellen's just not as kind as she wants to come off as being. So she came right out. Sorry for the pun. <laughs> <laughs> and her opening monologue was about the rumors of her being an awful person. But for me and a lot of other people really missed the mark. I'm and surprised she actually addressed it because I know, this like, is the it's, first time she talked about it, right? Right. And it's been brought up a lot. To me, her quote unquote apology just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Throughout, she just kept making jokes. Mm-hmm, you know, right. she's a comedian. You know, she does that, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like in this situation where she's never addressed it before that she should have put the jokes aside, mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah. for three minutes and been serious. Well, so was it her was, whole monologue, because I haven't listened to it, mm-hmm. was her whole monologue just the normal the full normal of jokes Ellen. and everything? Okay, the so, normal Ellen. So you're saying you don't think she did a good job of apologizing and addressing it? No, I think that Ellen is really fake and I don't think she actually cares and I don't think that she's actually kind because it wasn't sincere. It wasn't from the heart. It wasn't written from her. <laughs> nope. She was making jokes throughout it. It doesn't make sense. If, if it's such a huge like hot topic, especially for your show, yeah. then there should be no jokes and you should be taking it very seriously. She did say one joke at the beginning that I really wanted to play the clip of. This is how she started it. If you're watching because you love me, thank you. If you're watching because you don't love me, welcome. <laughs> So that was the first thing she said. And then she started to talk about it. Keep in mind, she's trying to address the rumors of her being abusive to people. And the whole time it was filled with jokes like this. And I take responsibility for what happens at my show. This is the Ellen DeGeneres show. I am Ellen DeGeneres. My name is there. My name is there. My name is on underwear. She tries to come off as a really kind, sweet person, but she's actually really not. And this clip of her opening will prove it. She actually is so bad at being nice that she regrets branding herself as being kind. There were also articles in the press and on social media that said that I am not who I appear to be on TV because I became known as the be kind lady. And um, here's how that happened. I started saying be kind to one another after a young man named Tyler Clemente took his own life after being bullied for being gay. I thought the world needed more kindness, and it was a reminder that we all needed that. And I think we need it more than ever right now. Being known as the be kind lady is a tricky position to be in. Why? Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Why, Ellen? Yeah. Why is it so hard to be kind? Well, <laughs> and if you are the kind lady, it shouldn't be an issue to be the kind lady. Exactly. Right. You just be kind. Because even you if you're, want to be kind. Yeah. yeah. Even if you're annoyed, you can still be kind. And you tell everyone at the end of your show every single day to be kind to one another. <laughs> I'm going to play a part of this clip again, and I want you to listen to something. I started saying be kind to one another after a young man named Tyler Clemente took his own life after being bullied for being gay. I thought the world needed more kindness, and it was a reminder that we all needed that. And I think we need it more than ever right now. 
Being known as the be kind lady is a tricky position to be in. She used that poor kid's story to try and get sympathy, and then she just moved along. That is a very good point. I didn't even pick up on that. Uh huh. She did do that. She said, I wanted to start saying be kind to people because of this horrible story of this kid committing suicide, but she didn't even really let it breathe. She no. went right back into just talking about herself. Right, I mean, and then into a joke. I would think it'd be more powerful to have a real moment there and talk about how that affected you and why you wanted to be kind, right? Rather than just well, yeah. steamrolling ahead. But she doesn't care, though. No, And I, she's not kind. Yeah, and I literally think, I mean, I'm not comedian, Jubal, you are, but she was doing a routine, it seemed like. Oh, yeah. Bring them she didn't down. write it. Yeah, she literally didn't even write it. Yeah. yeah, she was actually just doing bits. That's what she does. Let me give you some advice out there. If anybody's thinking of changing their title or giving yourself a nickname, do not go with the be kind lady. <laughs> Don't do it. So she was trying to make a joke out of it, basically saying, because I'm known as a be kind lady, like I can't make any mistakes and I can't do anything wrong because I'm the be kind lady. <laughs> but that's not who she is. Right. Right. But also, if you're going to be known as the be kind lady, <laughs> you actually have to be kind. Yeah. Right. Like, why like, is it so hard to be kind? Right. Like, that's a very exactly. good point. Why distance yourself from the be kind lady? Is it because you don't have the ability to be kind yeah. or nice? And then she goes on to say that, you know, she she has faults and she is impatient mm -hmm. and but you can still be impatient and be kind. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. You know? Everybody has those faults. I'm incredibly impatient sometimes. Uh -huh. Me too. But I'm never like yelling at people. Uh -huh. So if you're paying attention, what Ellen did is basically distance herself as being known as the be kind lady. Yeah. yeah. Because she can't be kind. <laughs> and she wants her fans to accept the fact that she's kind of a jerk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, that's exactly what she did. Yeah. So Ellen, because of your fake apology <laughs> and unkindness, <laughs> you're my worst person in the world today. <laughs> Appropriately so. Right? And remember... <laughs> Be kind to one another, unless you're Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> that was Alex's worst person in the world today. That was Alex's worst person in the world today. The Jubal Show, on demand. Only on iHeartRadio and the new Hits 106.1. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Turns out a delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything they make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived and other thoughtfully chosen ingredients, their cleaning products smell like a dream and work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. Goodness, there's no better feeling than that. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Visit MrsMyers.com today. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home, too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details.